0: Strengthened in their faith, and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son
1: of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you, and welcome to For Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley,
2: and my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue what we started on Monday evening, and that is looking at Psalm nineteen. One of the one of the highest uh, levels of the speaking of the glory of God, Juni, and I hope we get touched by the glory of God. And we pointed out on Monday that we see three sections in this psalm. Verses 1 to 6, we see the glory of God in nature and in creation. In verses 7 to 11, we see the glory of God in and through his word. And from verses 12 to 14, we see how the glory of God can be revealed through our lives. And again, we go back to Isaiah 43, verse 7, where it says, I have created you for my glory. So God wants to demonstrate his glory, not just through nature or not just through his word, but we are called to demonstrate the glory of God. So we left off yesterday uh, uh, looking at verse, uh, let me see. We, we spoke about verses three and four. Now we come to verse five. Uh, well, let, let me tie it in with verse four. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their utterances to the end of the world. In them he has placed a tent for the sun. So we pick up verse five, which is talking about the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run his course. We could say run his race. It's the same word in Hebrew. So what does all this mean? The sun is being compared to a bridegroom coming out of his chamber. I really believe that's talking of the sunset because it was dark and all of a sudden you see a light appearing and it's with the anticipation of a bridegroom coming out of his chamber to be with his future wife.
2: And what's amazing, Shelley, we spoke about on Monday and Tuesday how the light shines brightest in the darkness, which is an encouragement to all of us because the Lord knows us and is aware of every detail. So here's this majestic God, here's the sun that's coming as you say in the sunrise. As a bridegroom, ready to meet his bride, that we are, when we display his resurrected life, we are the bride of the oh, Messiah.
1: Hallelujah. And it's, you, you can just get the sense um, of a bridegroom coming out full of joy and love coming for his bride. There's such an anticipation And we should have any anticipation of what is God going to do today? You know, similarly to the sun rising out of darkness. He's also, the sun is also compared to a strong man about to run a race. So the sun rises. It's almost like a freshness comes into the universe as the sun rises. It's the anticipation that a bridegroom has for his wife. And it's anticipation of running a race.
2: Yes, Shellyanne. The end of the age is probably the darkest time for people on the earth. Really? From one end to the other. And if we can remember this, the glory of God running the race, a light shining in darkness, that there's a purpose that God has to bring forth his kingdom. And he taught us to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven.
1: Really? So uh, just a picture, the sun is coming up, the darkness is going to be dispelled. There's an anticipation uh, at a sunrise of a new, do- the dawning of a new day. Amen. And uh, the anticipation of a runner running a race is an excitement. Uh, his heartbeat is pounding, and he couldn't wait to get started to run his race. So it's really just, Junie, uh, uh, as we're speaking, it's just so encouraging to see the splendor, the glory, and the majesty of God. Okay, let's go on to verse 6. Verse 6 in the New American. Its rising is from one end of the heavens, and its circuit to the other end of them, And there is nothing hidden from its heat. So the Lord's light, the sun shines everywhere. Nothing is hidden from its heat. Where would we be if uh, the sun didn't heat the earth? I mean, (laughs) we'd be frozen stiff, really. But it influences everything.
2: And you know, Shelley, sometimes our natural eye can't see that because there are dark clouds that hide the sun, but it's still there. The sun is there. Right. With clouds, with rains, with storms, the sun still remains. Hallelujah. And we need to remember that in our life, that God, the Son of God, the Spirit of God, cares about every detail of our life, and he remains faithful.
1: Hallelujah. So the sun is faithful. It it goes through the circuit on the universe. That's the S-U-N. But isn't that a picture of the S-O-N, the son of God, Jesus? Because as the sun comes up in the morning and it, it enlightens the world, doesn't Jesus, who claimed to be the light of the world, enlighten our understanding? We need his understanding to appreciate The glory of God so we can know the truth the truth will set us free and he melts you know it says the sun heats everything he warms up a cold heart and that cold heart will become warm and our hearts will will just love the Lord more and more so Juni that's the first part of it in other words the the glory of God is demonstrated through his creation I'd like to read what we just talked about from, from the Amplified Version to get another aspect of this. Psalm 19, I'm going to look at verses 1 through 6, the portion of that psalm that talks about the glory of God and his creative power. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows and proclaims his handiwork. Day after day pours forth speech, and night after night shows forth knowledge. There is no speech nor spoken word from the stars. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice, in evidence, goes cut, goes out through all the earth. Their sayings to the end of the world, of the heavens, has God made a tent for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run his course. Verse 6. His going forth is from the end of the heavens and his circuit to the ends of it. And nothing, yes, no one is hidden from the heat of it. Junie, it's so powerful. It's such a a, a majestic picture, not just of the S-U-N, but of the S-O-N, who declared to be the light of the world. And what does he say about us? We are the light of the world.
2: And Shelley... The star shone bright in darkness without saying a word the night that the king of the Jews was born, the son of God. The speech was in the heavens by the sign of the star.
1: Yes, Lord. And who
2: were the first to know it but the shepherds. It's mm. amazing. Really? And... Really. The wise men that came, they knew because they were following the star to find the one who was born King of the Jews.
1: Thank you. Amen, amen. And the the point is the the Lord's light shines everywhere and nothing, nothing is hidden. And we'll see toward the end of this psalm, That we need to realize that nothing is hidden. We can hide things from people. We can ignore things by ourselves. But to God, all things are in the light.
2: And what's so important in what you just said, Shelley, we need to examine ourselves. And ask the Lord to bring light to show us, to show me if there's any darkness hidden in me to shine his light, that I might turn from that way to God.
1: Amen, amen. So that completes a portion of the creative power of God. Now let's see that the verses seven to 11 speaks of the glory of God through his word. So let's look at verse seven. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And I just want to point out, the law here doesn't mean the legalistic do's and don'ts. David is speaking of Torah. Torah is translated law, but the actual meaning in Hebrew is instruction. The Torah is God's instruction. It's the doctrine of God. And we need to, um, what can I say? We need to remember that David Did not have all the scriptures, but he calls it perfect. Hallelujah. Junie, it's so wonderful.
2: It's really amazing, Shelley, because especially in today's church language, if someone looks to the Old Testament and to the Torah, they're called legalistic. But as you said, their instructions to us that reveal to us how God sees and how he judges and how he blesses and how he gives and how he really provides all things for us. And if we don't learn from his instructions, we can be deceived. So it's so important to not put down God's law because that's the New Testament written on our hearts so that we might not sin against him. He's given us a heart of flesh. It's no longer just written on stone. It's written on our hearts.
1: Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are. Your creative power is beyond our total understanding. But even though we can see through a glass darkly now, the glory of God is going to be demonstrated when we shall live with you forever. We love you, Lord, and thank you. Thank David for, we thank David for writing this psalm because we agree with it. In Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening.